Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome to episode 63 of Joan Henosa Podcast. I am here now with Rhiannon Okoe to have a heart-to-heart conversation with me. She will be sharing her inspiring journey of her life from time traveling from who you were to where you desire to be. First things first, let's Take this moment to bring our awareness at the space at the central part of our chest into our heart space. I know there's a lot of things going on in your head right now. There's like loaded up to do this. Take this moment to bring your awareness into your heart. If you're driving, if you're running, if you're walking, just simply bring your awareness at the space at the central part of your chest. Or if your hands are available, simply place your one hand at the central part of your chest. And from this moment, start to feel your heartbeat. Start to feel the beating of your heart, starting to feel your body. And then as we take three refreshing breaths together, first fully exhale, release all the air, empty your body. And then three breaths, inhaling deeply, feel the air as the air enters your nostrils, expand your whole body. As you exhale, sigh it out. Ah, Created sounds, soothing sounds. Two more up like this, inhaling deeply, feel the air as air enters your nostrils. Following the air, where is the air flowing inside your body? How deep can you go? And then exhale, release all the worries, everything that you're ready to release that is not in alignment with you, release, let it go as you exhale. One more breath, inhale. And then exhale. Waves of relaxation from the top of your head, down to your neck, down to your shoulders, fingertips, maybe here, move your hips side to side, move your knees and wiggle your toes and feel the sole of your feet being supported by the ground here and now. I love to express my deep gratitude for you, listener, for being all the way here, episode 63. I'm so grateful for sharing your moment with me and choosing this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really grateful. So now I want to bring you this beautiful, gorgeous, magical woman, Rhiannon Okoye. Hello, coming girl. How are you today? Hello, goddess. I'm so excited to be here. Like, so excited. We briefly connected before and the magic that we were creating just with our hearts colliding was just so special that I know that this this podcast is going to be the exact same. Lots of magic, lots of magic. We're just getting started. So let's let's just jump right in. So I love to hear your medicine, but right before I hear your medicine, take us how did you start with your journey? As we title um this um episode, like time traveling from who you were. Let's go back to who you were and what brought you to where you are right now. Okay, so I feel like I have to start right back at the very beginning yeah. in order to explain properly how I 
became this person that I am right now. And it really started in my childhood. It started when I was really young, where I would have dreams that would come true. And the dreams would come through true a lot um, to the point where my parents would change their plans sometimes based on warnings that would come through in my dreams. And I remember my mom would get <laughs> she would get confused and sometimes irritated when a lot of old wise women would come up to me and say you have an old soul in your daughter your daughter is this old soul and she would be like what are you talking about my daughter is a baby how can she be old she's a baby and she just this stuff wasn't <laughs> in her in her world at all and then life happened and I guess I just completely forgot who I was. I lost that connection with my dreams. Old women weren't coming up to me anymore and saying strange things. And I just kind of lost touch of spirituality altogether. I went to a Catholic school. So I guess my idea of spirituality got confused into the ideas of religion. And my spirit kind of quite naturally rejected that what was being put onto me within my Catholic upbringing and education. So I called myself an atheist for many years. I didn't have any kind mm. of belief systems outside of my logic and science and that kind of thing. And then in my teenage years, I began to really lose myself. I hit a wall and I fell into, it happens, right? It's a common story. You hit the wall and then you have your long night of the soul and that deep, dark depression leads you back to where it all began. And I started to remember things that happened in my childhood, conversations with angels and those dreams that would come true. And things like that started to happen again, at which time I was becoming really involved with yoga. I went to my first yoga class when I was 15. And by the time I was 17, I had a daily practice and I've practiced pretty much every day since then um so yoga brought me back yoga was this like remembrance of my mind body and soul in perfect alignment and I began to uncover a lot of gifts but also on top of those gifts a lot of pain that had been suppressed and now on the other end of this being able to see how everything needed to happen in order for me to get to the place where I am now, the good things as well as the bad. I feel myself in a really good position to be able to share and turn that magic outwards and help people along their spiritual awakening and help them transmute their pain into power. And that is my purpose on this earth. This is why I'm here. I bridge the seen and the unseen. <laughs> That's how I call it what I do too. I I connect. I'm the bridge. I hold the the the, the spiritual world or the unseen, the the the, the woo, the mystic and the physical world together. And I'm <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting the information from the mystic, um, from the from the magical world and bringing into this physical world. <laughs> and then in between, like, um, I love my assignment, I'm holding it. I love what you shared. I really highly resonate that when you hit the wall, you hit the wall and with all listeners, I'm sure all of us in some point in our life, we hit the wall. Maybe you already hit the wall or yeah, you haven't yet. Um, I love to communicate that it's normal to hit the wall. Like life will pass us and it's not the end of the world. And it 
felt it felt back then it felt like it was the end of the world mm-hmm. it was it was it was it was dreadful it's like the end of the world but now looking back as you also mentioned that when you hit the wall that become an invitation for you to take mm-hmm. to take the journey to yoga classes right yoga mm-hmm. classes me too like yoga have saved my life meditation had saved my life when i hit the wall at the time um there's nothing else makes sense and suddenly i get i get pulled to meditation practices using youtube it's like okay i i got nothing to lose okay let's go all in and then that's a start slowly a remembrance of who we are like as you said like it's 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 not of learning is it not just you're learning something but relearning who we are from the very beginning as you mentioned like you're there's a elder lady will come to you and see that there's a there's a soul like there's a elder soul in you yeah it's like it's it's a remembrance and i realized like yeah we hit the wall there will be a lot of challenges but this is not a time to give up but a moment to take opportunity of taking a different course right and also you mentioned um from the last call that you took uh you took a backpack with you and it was like how many kilograms <laughs> yeah yes so oh my goodness i really didn't know what else to do and i now i kind of look back and when i'm nurturing that part of myself the part of me that that hit the wall i simply tell her that you didn't hit the wall you simply use the wall to support you for a while you just took a rest on the wall like you could take a rest on a tree and that is how I talk to that part of myself yeah so that contact with the wall at that time led me to really just having no idea what I was doing and nothing made sense but what I did know was that the way that I was living the way that I was feeling the way that I was thinking was so unbelievably unsustainable I was also dealing with a chronic illness at the time and the symptoms were horrific. Um, And the one thing that I did know was that if I didn't figure out another way, I couldn't do it, you know? So it was a life or death situation for me. And so I remember sitting in a doctor's office and I'd received the diagnosis for PCOS, which is a chronic illness. And he was telling me that this would be something that I would suffer with for the rest of my reproductive years. And it could be the cause of my deep, dark depression. And it could be the cause of my mood swings and just this pain that I was experiencing um, emotionally as well as physically every month with my moon cycle. And I don't know where this voice came from, Joanne, because it was something that I didn't trust. It was a whisper. It was so not confident but this voice said I will heal this you know and in that moment something shifted because in that moment I chose to speak the voice of my soul even though it was quiet even though it was shy even if I wasn't sure if I should have trusted it and I chose to trust that voice more than the voice of a professional who had studied for years to become a master of his craft and to have an opinion of what was going on with my health And so that was so unbelievably empowering. And I mean, he laughed at me. He really called out loud and told me to manage my expectations, which lit a fire 
underneath me, which I needed because I would been so apathetic and so meek and just having that fire, that curiosity that came when this doctor laughed at me, telling me that I wouldn't heal catapulted me to booking a flight and it was divine because mm. I managed to get the cheapest flight I've ever seen in my life I didn't have a lot of money and I packed four and a half kilos into a backpack and I had a purpose my purpose was to figure out how to survive in this world that had made me feel so unbelievably alone and I think that is oftentimes all we need you know to move through a depression like oftentimes all we need is a purpose, something bigger than ourselves, a cause. And I had a cause. I was going to figure out how to survive in this lonely world. I was going to go and study what made happy people happy. And I was going to find my way back to myself and follow my heart and follow my soul by doing it, even though I didn't have the language to explain what I was doing at the time. And everybody thought I was crazy. How old were you back then? When did it happen? Early, early 20s. 21 when I packed my backpack but I had been suffering from depression since I was 17. I want to acknowledge the part of you that is so brave mm. the younger part of you that that 17 years old that 18 years old 19 20 years old, so brave you are right in front of this person who studied medicine and telling to you that this is uncurable. You're going to suffer for the rest of your life. And then you listen to that to that fire that you said you felt it inside you. You listen to that voice and you pack your things, you get your backpack. And then here you go, going to unknown and finding your, what's, what, what is this all about? What is life is all about? And where's happiness? I want to acknowledge that part of you. That's so brave that that is bravery well wow, i'm like while, while i'm listening to this this from you like i'm having a lot of goosebumps and then so you you continue practicing yoga from 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 there and yeah. then so 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 how's how's your condition um can you educate me what is pcos mm -hmm. what it's polycystic mean? it's polycystic ovary syndrome so it's mm -hmm. a condition that affects your hormones it affects your moods it affects mm -hmm. a lot of things, you know, I think mm. I didn't even realize how deeply it was affecting me. Back then, I didn't have an understanding of just how connected your womb space is to your mm. overall creativity and mm. everything, your magneticism, like your powers as a woman to be able to command and magnetize a room that comes from that womb space. And so there are, um, there are studies being done right now um, it's not yet factual, but it's leaning towards that PCOS is an autoimmune condition because the cause mm. of it is not yet understood. Mm. Whenever, from my experience, something doesn't yet have a cause, um, the cause is not understood. Therefore, the cure is not understood. It's because it kind of goes into the emotions behind it. If you can find out the emotional root cause, then your body can speak to you and then you can start to formulate and design a cure. So that is what yoga kind of did for me, mm -hmm. along with the hypnotherapy. It just gave my body a voice. And when you know how to listen, your body tells you what it is that you need to do. But it takes mm -hmm. a courageousness to be able to listen to that because sometimes it tells us to go against what we think we want. Mm -hmm. So you start 
listening to your body using the practice of yoga and you also mentioned that you gotta just have you require to trust the voice but sometimes the voice in your body is telling to you a totally different so how do you gauge like how for 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 you like how do you gauge this like you're telling your body like yes you're telling but ah I'm just holding back because this is the upper limit or this is like no this is my story and I'm no one without this disease so I'm staying here you know what I mean like sometimes we get stuck with that I'm the person with this disease and without this is who am I then so kind of we have this subconsciously or our body just wanna stay with that with that story. Mm -hmm. that happens a lot you see it happen all of the time um where diagnoses keep I mean I understand it like it makes sense when you don't have an idea of what's going on with you but you know that something's not right and then all of a sudden there is a label that kind of encapsulates everything that it is that you've been feeling and you're like oh finally I feel seen finally I feel seen but what if that also then becomes the next barrier towards your healing because then you become identified with that label and then moving beyond that label can sometimes be difficult. I stopped becoming a depressed person when I freed myself of the label of being a depressed person. Yeah. <laughs> stopped being a person that had PCOS when I freed myself of the label of somebody that had PCOS. Mm. So diagnoses are good up until a point and then if you want to really truly heal, you need to move beyond the label and go into something deeper. And that again takes courage because when you're learning how to listen to the voice of your body, and I mean, to some people, they won't understand what that means. I remember when I didn't know what it meant to listen to your body. What does it mean to listen to your body? Mm. But it's something that begins to make more and more sense as you give yourself the space to explore to have silence, to focus in, to place attention in, on places that you haven't yet before. And you asked me how, <clears throat> and you asked me how you can trust that voice of the body. And I think you have to just give yourself grace to be wrong, you know, because you might not get it right every single time and that's okay. But it's like using this muscle and the more that you use it, the stronger it becomes. And mm -hmm. so it's okay if you get it wrong a few times, but most of the time you are going to get it right. And it isn't going to serve you to not trust in the voice that you are perceiving to be your body, even if it is the voice of your mind that you're accidentally confusing it with temporarily. Because mm -hmm. moving into the direction of trusting yourself is mm -hmm. ultimately going to lead you where it is that you need to be. And it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay mm -hmm. to not get it right every single time, mm -hmm. but... A woman who is not in trust, a woman who is not connected to their intuition is going to hit the wall. And without leaning into that, they might not ever move beyond it. Mm -hmm. They might hide it. They might hide the fact that they're at the wall. But how can you move beyond it if you are not willing to go into a place of deep listening, deep trust, deep reverence, deep remembrance? That is what the wall is there to teach you after all. Yeah, the wall is telling us, oops, this is the wrong turn. You can rest, but this is not where you're going. You have to go back home. Go back home. Go back to yourself. Go back to your magic. Go back to your body. Go back to your womb. I really love what you say. Like, we women, our womb 
it's all the human, every human. Where are you guys from? From mama's womb. We're all from our womb. And we women, this is where all our magic and in our womb. And I really resonate with what you shared. Just starting to 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 trust our body. I remember before I when I practiced a lot of yoga and meditation because that's the time like I didn't know like gonna hit the wall but I starting life it doesn't make sense to me like working doesn't make sense to me earning money doesn't make sense nothing it's like everything looks gray and I don't understand and I love being excited I was not excited with anything and this and then one of my friends told me like oh you're having a mild depression oh this is the this is the calling card of um a doctor they, they can give you antidepressant Suddenly at the time I threw it away, I said, no. Like I was so clear, no. And then I start meditating, I start doing a lot of yoga. And then for some reason, I starting to understand the voice inside. It's like, you know, during the meditation, suddenly you start like, oh, who's who who are you? And it's like, hey, you are me. Um, okay, so I kind of play around. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm walking. Where do you want to go, left or right? And it's kind of like going to the right. And it's giving me like this kind of feeling like, uh-uh. Going to the left, uh -uh. And so again, and then I start creating a decision based on that internal compass, I would say, that I put, like, it's residing in my heart. Everything, I think everything that I do, if I, ah, 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 ah. Like, and then there's like, every time I, it's meant for me, my whole body relax and like my breath is so soft and so profound. Like I think we can always start from that, and then you yeah. know it's like the more the more we the more we practice, and the more as you said, um, the more our body talk to us. But sometimes, as you mentioned, sometimes our body is like ah ah, but you still ah. Uh, how can you not ah ah here? But why no? It's like you kind of have a test with your body, and then at the end, you always know. Like I believe we always know what to do next. We just have to trust. And less mm -hmm. of our calculating with our mind. And also I want to add, like, I think because as you mentioned, like you you made a decision to release the identity of someone who, who a person with depression. You release the identity. It's a conscious choice of someone with a, with, 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 with a disease. You release that um, from your identity. Can you share us more on what are the modalities and practices that you, that assist you to, because you cannot say, okay, I'm not, I'm not, tomorrow I'm not a depressed person. It's not as easy as, you know, it's like tomorrow I make a decision, but then tomorrow I wake up like, oh my God. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So obviously yoga and hypnotherapy has been unbelievably amazing. And through my hypnosis studies, I became very depressed because I was in order to train, you have to <laughs> release the parts of your past that would stop you from becoming the best possible therapist you can be. Right. So you're practicing on each other and things were coming up for me which led me into those kind of feelings that I'd had before. But I'd moved beyond them enough times to not be afraid by them anymore. I wasn't afraid by these feelings at this time anymore. And through my 
studies, I was able to kind of update my understanding of what this actually was. And when you look at the hierarchy of needs that humans have, you know, we all need the basic survival things. And then we need to have a purpose because we're humans, we're meaningful beings. And we're just kind of like moving up towards self-actualization. And if we are not able to meet these needs in the present moment, then a human being is naturally going to exhibit kind of signs of being depressed or not being not being where they want to be. So I think for as long as you feel as though you have a need that you were not able to meet, for as long as you feel as though there is something that you are not a match to, there is something that you cannot have for whatever reason, then you're going to somehow exhibit feelings of depression. But from my work, I haven't actually met very many depressed people. I've met people who have not had their present day needs met. And so from that kind of updated understanding of what depression actually is, what if you're going back to the past in order to realize what's keeping you from meeting your present day needs? What if going back to the past is that remembrance, it's that medicine, it's that veil coming off to show you okay when I was a child I was treated in this way in this way in this way and now as an adult I'm repeating that cycle and I'm allowing the world to treat me in this way this way in this way so it's just going back for a moment in order to realize what's stopping you from actualizing yourself in the present moment and so with that updated understanding of depression and having learned the tools of regression therapy along with hypnosis, I was able to regress myself back and forth instantly. So depression didn't need to be a season. It just needed to be a moment. It just needed to be a moment where I bop back to the past. <laughs> I figure out what it is that's stopping me from actualizing my present moment. And then I come back and I move beyond that barrier and my whole future looks greatly improved and how I feel in that moment is greatly improved. And I have found the little door to crawl through on the next stage of this obstacle of, of life. <laughs> and so regression for that is so unbelievably amazing. And it allowed me to approach my healing journey through a completely different lens. Because prior to learning about regression, I thought that your healing journey had to be something that was long and painful and could take a whole lifetime but with a tool like that when you realize just how quickly you can shift and move between timelines and go back and forth and come back new and improved becoming this like time traveling superhero is something that I have embodied I believe myself to be a time traveling superhero if I am doing something in my present moment that feels difficult if I'm getting thoughts that say I can't if I'm feeling overwhelmed if I'm feeling stuck I just go back because what story from my past is telling me right now that I cannot figure this moment out it's an illusion it's absolutely not true and then you go back, you figure out what it is, you go back to an unexpected scene, and then you're catapulted into your future without those shackles from the past. And it's just such a gift to be able to, to do that. And it's very similar to meditation in the sense that, well, from a neuroscientific point of view, the same brain pathways light up when you're under hypnosis and in meditation, but it just invokes that space of being the observer. 
So when you're going back to scenes, you are not reliving those scenes. It's not like having a flashback where you're somatically feeling the sensations and your body and mind can't tell if it's actually happening in the past or if you're in the present moment where you're truly safe. It's like mm -hmm. you're watching these scenes like watching a movie or like watching a screen. And so you're disconnected already from those feelings and amazing things can happen in that space when you have the space of the observer and you're able to observe from a place of being less emotionally connected. So magical things happen there. And my clients, even if they're not meditators, end up becoming meditators after this experience because I suppose they get like an accelerated method into meditating and I think that meditating and hypnosis are basically the same except when you're meditating you're meditating with no purpose other than to be still and to be the observer and when you are under hypnosis and doing regression therapy you are simply invoking that exact same state but you're doing so with an aim you're doing it with an aim. You're like, okay, I'm doing this because I want to sort my stuff out. I'm doing this because I want to find more confidence surrounding this issue. I'm doing this because I don't enjoy this insecurity that I'm feeling right now. And so it's applied meditation, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how, the way I um receiving um, a, what, what you've shared is regression therapy is a tool, a kind of meditation that allows me to become a witness of the storyline, timeline of my life being witness. And so by going backward for me to be able to see the patterns or the, the scene or the event that brought me or cause me some um, distortion at the present moment. It's like such as can be disease or can be a depression or something like there's something in my present moment that I'm not able to, to understand or there's a pattern in my present moment that is not very much in alignment with the vision I'm desiring for myself. And taking this regression therapy, able to go back to the root cause of this pattern as a witnesser with with the with well-guided person like you it's like you know it's like able to to see understanding i think i, I find it very fruitful and effective to go back to that to that to that space with this level of consciousness right because when we go back to that we remember that from that level of consciousness we had back then but if mm -hmm. I go back there right now with my level of consciousness that I have right now, surely, of course, with your guidance, surely I will I will understand it differently. So when I go back to my present moment, I have a different kind of trajectory and understanding of that past, right? Absolutely. You put it in such a beautiful way. <laughs> I love, <laughs> educate me uh, because I never, I haven't, had regression therapy and hypnotherapy um educate me what's the difference here so you can be anything under hypnosis is going to add that extra sparkle of magic just because when you're in the state of hypnosis your conscious mind is asleep so your subconscious mind which is where all of these memories live 
are available for you to access. And it's also a place where you are much more receptive and open to accept helpful suggestions. So you can go in and reinstall different belief systems and new ways of thinking that's going to support what it is that you're trying to achieve in your present day life. So when you're regressed under hypnosis, you are going back mm. to those places from that level of consciousness away from the conscious mind chatter with the intention of moving beyond that specific issue. Did that make sense? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. I want to take a moment of one breath. Inhale and exhale. I love everything that you're sharing. It's really landing deeply to me that the depression, the disease, or any way that you felt you hit the wall, it's not the end of life. It feels like it's the end of life, even though there's a doctor's or anyone, your environment will tell you like, okay, this is the end. No, it's not the end. It's an invitation for us to take a different route, mm -hmm. a totally different route. And by first starting to have connection with our body, communicating from our in, internal compass, like starting practicing yoga, meditation, breathing technique. And if there's something like really we cannot understand, it's normal. What yeah. I love to highlight in this episode, when there's something you cannot understand in your life, it's normal. You're not alone gather as much assistance you require hire hire hypnotherapies hire uh, go get a regression therapy hire a coach go 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 yourself in a meditation retreat go go find yourself go go do something it's normal that we all go through difficulty but then now what and yeah. there's, there's a lot of help these days i i believe that our parents back then i i think my parents back then there were no instagram there were no podcasts back then it was like only television and and uh, the radio and i'm sure just books that you just buy you know it's not very much available this kind of tools but now in this era like very much available for all of us and we normalize the the conversation about depression and we normalize that it's normal but then it's not normal to choose to live that way like mm -hmm. there's a lot of um modalities oh my god I'm, I'm i'm getting so much of everything that you are sharing i'm really highly inspired by you from this point forward i'm sure i will hit the wall again in my life you know like sometimes like i thought you're done i'm, I'm done with this i work with this and then there's another wall and there's another big wall i said come on and i will remind myself it's okay. It feels like it's the end of the it's the end of the road, but I'm just getting started. I'm just gonna gather all the tools and you know just get as much assistance, connect with people, you know, like yeah, first, yeah, we're leading ourselves, but the most important what I'm learning along the way is really don't do it alone. You know, mm -hmm. don't do it alone. So could you share with us? more of what are what are your 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 offerings are these you online in person you have upcoming retreat right can you share us yes so 
I would say the majority of the people that I work with, I work with online and yeah. I'm in London at the moment, but I live in the jungles of Mexico. So I always find it so amazing like, to be hypnotizing people from around the world, from the jungles Mexico. of Mexico. And I'm just like, I mean, it's just as profound from London or anywhere else, but just the that idea that you can connect with people and you can reach people without needing to be in the same room as them is something that I never want to get bored by. I always want to be amazed by that because wow, just wow. So yeah, I work with clients online one-to-one for them for the majority of my work. I also have some upcoming group sessions coming up and some retreats that I'm really excited about. So in February, I'm bringing a group of people and co-facilitating with some incredible um people to have three days of wild dolphin swimming and whale watching with spiritual activations and movement and embodiment workshops and I think it's just going to be so incredibly magical witnessing witnessing the elevation of the people that come whilst playing with dolphins and using dolphin magic and the healing powers of water to transform and facilitate magic. I mean, where is this? Which part this is, of the world? This is going to be in Puerto Vallarta in Mexico. If you could come, that would be amazing. I'd love to have you there. And that's happening next month. Yeah, that's, that's February. In February. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have um you have a ins- yeah, social media. I know your Instagram and you can share with us your website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I also have another retreat coming up in oh. May sorry, in April in Ecuador, which is for the digital nomad types of the world, the explorers, the spiritual seekers. We're going to have spiritual practice every day. We're going to have workshops every day. We're going to have time to co-work and collaborate every day. We're going to have business workshops and all of that. So that might be an exciting thing for anybody listening if they want to come. Um, And all of this you can find on my Instagram. My Instagram is Rhiannon underscore hypnotherapist. Or you can send an email to hello at RhiannonOkoye.com and I will reach out and let you know what's going on because we don't have time in the podcast for me to share everything that's going on. But there is a lot this year that I'm excited about. Wow. Definitely, I will be um adding your your social medias in description of this um podcast so people can find you and connect with you uh directly. So um Rhiannon, is there anything else that uh you desire to share? Well, I have a question for you if that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you were mentioning when you you have these kind of like internal guidance signals yeah. that tell you, eh, or, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. which I love, which I love, 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 love. And so one, I'd like to know when you first started to understand what those signals were, was there like a, a turning point? Was there a moment in your life where you realized that your body was feeding back to you something that needed to be listened to? And two, how do you move beyond those times when you're feeling it mm-mm, but you also have a deeper knowing that the mm-mm is connected to some kind of subconscious or even conscious fear that you're being asked to explore more deeply because it's rattling your nervous system in a way that is making you realize that maybe 
it doesn't need to be rattled like before coming on this podcast there were like some shivers of nerves you know you were like oh this still feels like quite nerve-wracking but how did you know that this was still something that you had to do versus listening to the no that your body may have been feeding back to you so the first question again was the first question well, the moment, the moment when you realized that there was this deeper feedback. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So um, I started, I hit the wall. Yeah. And everything just turns gray. There's nothing that makes sense to me. And some one of my friends said that I'm going through depression. And I don't even know what depression means back then. And it was year 2016. And then I Googled what is depression. And so I Google, and I'm sure now I believe that the good spirit helped, you know, you know, do something with my laptop and then Google and then meditation, how to heal that. And so I started like, okay, I got nothing to lose. No one understand me. I, when I start asking people like, why do you do what you do? Why do you wake up? Why do you work? Why do you want you what you want? Like I start asking this with people I hang out with and they're just telling to me like, Joan, what's wrong with you your life it's like it's every it's every it's most of women's dream your 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 way of living what's wrong with you and i'm thinking like you open my eyes i look around it seems like there's nothing wrong with me but then i one day i was i was i was in starbucks and i was telling to my friend i don't know like life is so great but i don't know like i was explaining in a way like but if I close my eyes, like right now, right now, when I close my eyes, I don't know, there's something inside me telling to me there's something more for me. But mm. not material things. Because I start buying, like, I have so many clothes. I have so many shoes. Like, I have 24 pair of shoes that I'm not even have time to wear all of them. I'm just, like, seeing all of them. And, like, Clothes are so many shoes. Material things are full on. So it's not the material things. But I don't know back then. And then I get to the point like it's 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 calling me. It's like, nope, eh, it's not that one. And then, okay, what do you want? Like maybe another shoes? Eh, no, not that one. Or maybe dating? Uh, not that one. Or maybe gold? No, eh, not that one. It's just what's happening here. And finally, I really like, I don't know what's happening. Okay, fine. Let's do this. I wake up in the morning. I jog. I walk jog. And then I'll sit in meditation for 30 minutes. Every day. It's like, what if I just do this? Because I, I read meditation. So many amazing people have actually, they help, they 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 got a lot of benefits with meditation practice. It's like, oh, maybe I should give it a try. And so I stopped going out, I stopped buying things and I just meditate and meditate. And then I get to the point, suddenly, you know, like the blackness in the meditation and suddenly there's a voice and I saw a girl and I asked, who's this girl? You know, sometimes you get to the point of meditation, you, you don't know if it's like your imagination or something different. It was not my imagination. I get to that point. And then and then I meditate again the following day. And and the more I meditate, the more she she's like from from bowing to like she lit up her hair, become like black hair like mine. She's wearing red. And then thinking, who are you? And then she said, finally, you come home. 
I am you. Like, and then at that time, I, I didn't think I'm crazy. I think like, I kind of like crazy thing because if I try to talk to people who never meditate, so I keep yeah. it to myself. It's like, okay, where are we going? She said, okay, let's go Kundalini class. I said, what is a Kundalini class? We just go there. And you can just feel it's like, um, okay, I don't know what is this. It's like, okay, let's go all in. <laughs> Breath of fire, you know, er eradicator, um, whatever. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> I don't know anything about Kundalini. It's like I was doing boxing and Muay Thai back then. And it suddenly like turned to Kundalini. And that, that's <laughs> how drastic it is. And then I, I love it. And I start joining so many yoga classes. I was like, okay, oh my God, I'm so amazed. There's so many things I my physical body can do. And from that moment, one night, it's, it get intense. The voice get intense, but it's a very subtle. I was lying down and then she said, it's time. Remember, you always wanted to travel. Yes. But it's like, it's like, I know, very subtle exchange of conversation. She said, sell everything and book five one-way ticket. I booked five one-way ticket before I sell everything. And I did not tell to anyone. And that's when, when that's where, where we met first. We were in Cambodia. I was, I was, I was at that time. Like, I'm homeless. I don't have proper, I don't have exact address. I was jumping from here and here. And just following this 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 voice because I'm I get nothing to lose I get to the point I got nothing to lose and uh that's it nothing makes sense to me and but that voice following that voice telling to me like join that class join that training go join here don't go here and then I was like how am I gonna leave how am I gonna earn like this this there's a settled I got you like my mind will tell me, like, let me tell you, this is not the way of living, Joanne. But suddenly it makes sense. And that's why, and this is this is my this is my mission. Like you gotta trust that voice. And like that voice inside you is only you can hear, no one else can hear it. I I can share to you what I I my communication with my inner voice, but you cannot hear it. I'm the only one can hear it. And the more I listen to it, the more, the more. It's from listening to become, we are one. We are one now. Like It's not like, hey, are you busy? Do you want to talk to me? No, we are one now. And to the point that like, it's really occupied my being. And from she's like there in a little cave and she's like spread her wings. And now I'm like, I'm not trying to be anything. I'm trying to be anyone. I don't think so much. It's just I flow. And there's there's a big amount of trust in life like there's really that there's oh my god I love that that you, you asked this question like it's, it's really a big amount of trust like no matter what will happen I'm gonna be okay especially I really highly connected to the to to, to the source I'm I was I'm more like like you I studied in Catholic school but I'm not gonna say I'm not religious. I'm not gonna say I'm religious, but I believe with 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 something or someone force beyond my mind can comprehend. And I wanna lead into that force. I really like who am I? Right? Who am I? I, I am everything at the same time I am nothing. You know, if that makes sense. And everything that I see. Everything is mine and the simultaneously everything is now mine. I'm just like experiencing this um this this life, this life. So that's the first question. What's the second question again? I get into it so much. 
Oh, I had goosebumps balls at many, many times during that. Thank you for sharing. And the second part is, how do you navigate? How oh, do yeah. you navigate those feelings with yeah. the extra layer of nervous system stimulation? Fears yeah. that arise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, there's something in front of me and my body's telling to me, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. But let, let, let me, my mind, like, let me tell you, let me prove to you that we really have to do this. And then I will do it. I go, I will go against my body. And then I go back again to where I started. So every time I go against my body, I go back to where I started. I go back to where I started. So when my mm. body um telling to me um that the, the the other the the other way of telling to me no, but I know it's meant for me. I I deep inside of me that if I will take this decision it's gonna expand me but my body said i'll get nervous no let me tell you how dangerous is this remote mary you have this feeling before let me remind you all the things that you happened in the past let me like all the proof that this is a wrong decision but then there is a very profound part of me telling to me that joanne once you step forward here it's gonna be painful mm. it's it's gonna burn you alive but then it's gonna transform you and it's scary mm. but you're gonna make it and then there's another part of me remember i'm i'm similar with you when i was 17 years old i left home and i go back to that girl she's brave she doesn't know what's what's self-development. She doesn't know what is consciousness. She have like, I have like, how many, how much money? I have $20 on my pocket back then. I was like, in my backpack, I left home 17 years old. Like she's so brave. She know nothing. So I'm always thinking like, if that 17 years old part of me survived, that brought me to where I am right now, what more I can do? I am, we are, we are here with this level of consciousness and we're getting better and better and better and better. So even though my body telling to me, ah, don't do this, you know, we're upper limiting now, we're upper limiting. It's hard to dance, you know, it's like, okay, I'll step to yellow zone and then I come back again. Like I'm doing cha-cha. And you know, like you come back, you, you do it and then you come back to the old pattern. You do it and come back to your old pattern. You get tired. I get tired with myself. Like, John, I'm circling back here. <laughs> I'm circling back here like um this is like a pattern like okay I will say to myself like at the beginning um what we were talking about earlier I will make a decision okay I make a decision I'm going to expand into this direction God universe good spirit tell me show me all my tools I love to co-create teach me what I require to learn here and I will cry and I will pray and I don't know what some I wish someone like give me some you know the a, a paper or something like Joanne this is what you're going to do <laughs> there's no like that like I have to pray and I have to like every day I will sleep and I will I will relax my whole body and I will say I did what I, I did what I can today with my level of consciousness if I'm PMSing, so it means I did less. 
with my best I did my best I did my assignment I know it's not perfect but I'm willing to learn and I'm so grateful and happy that's it every single day every single day I will make mistake and then I'll take note okay God universe angels please even the even like sometimes will remind hey this is wrong I will acknowledge that part of me. Thank you so much for reminding me. This is this is a bad this is wrong and I, I have a better tool. You know, it's like reminding that part because most of us we judge ourselves so much, but we're forgetting the other side of us reminding us what to do in every single moment. Mm. You know, like you have part you you have that part of you, right? Like telling you, hey, there's a better tool. Oh, thank you for reminding me that. I almost forgot. Because most of the time, we are just running by our old patterns until we notice that this pattern is not working for us. Yeah, well, that's it. The importance of the way that we speak to ourselves, that internal dialogue that can either lead us into the direction of our wildest dreams or lead us into the direction of living a life that honestly resembles more of a slow death. So thank you so much for sharing that. That inspired me on multiple levels and I'm just in awe of you and this time that we have shared so much magic together. <laughs> the feelings is mutual. The feeling is mutual. It's like I'm meeting my sister, my soul sister. Yeah, like, you're such a soul sister. I'm like, I don't want it to end. I don't mean to end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm I'm really uh, I'm really really grateful. You know what I wanna I wanna share one more thing is sometimes we worry so much of maybe we miss the chance. There is no way we're gonna miss a chance. There is no way because if you if if we miss a chance, we're gonna go back again. We're gonna circle back again. It's like it's keep coming back. I you know it's it's like a game. You know level one. And you didn't kill the dragon and you come back to the, <laughs> where you started. And then you didn't kill the dragon. You got killed by the dragon. You didn't tame it. They're going to come back to the where you started. Life is like that too. So there's no mm-hmm. way like we're going to miss a chance. But sometimes we take a lot of time and we wish that we level up and we level up in this lifetime. So then next lifetime, or maybe there's no more life. And it's like, okay, we are, you know how they call it? Like done. <laughs> we understand. I wish. Um, I'm so grateful for everything that we are sharing. Okay. I have one last question. Ready? Okay. Yes. All right. What is your heart message to humanity? Just go in the direction of that which excites you. Just allow yourself to be excited by the small things. Even if it seems silly, even if it doesn't seem logical, just move in that direction. And I think some of us are not used to exploring our excitement. And some of us feel even afraid by the notion of feeling excited, especially about something so silly. How could you be so childlike to be so excited about jumping in a in a ball pond or whatever? Whatever it is, that that sense of play that we all have as adults <gasps> and we like to diminish sometimes as childish or silly that innocence is where your soul's purpose resides in a lot of times but sometimes it's hard for us to access excitement you know if you're living a life where you're feeling a little bit stuck and a little bit dulled to go from dull to excited is like are you are you kidding are you kidding me right now you want me to be excited (laughs) 
then maybe you can just follow like an inkling of curiosity instead. So you can just follow that which feels curious, that which generates questions. And for as long as questions are being generated, then you're you're closer to finding the answers until you realize that the question isn't important and neither is the answer, but it was the experience and what it was that you learned along the way. So follow your excitement. If excitement feels unaccessible for you right now, based on where you're at in your life, then follow your curiosity and your curiosity will lead you to excitement and your excitement will lead you to your purpose and your purpose will lead you to your peace. So that is what has come through. I love that. I love that. Um, I love that. Just be playful and coming yeah. back to being childlike again. Childlike always get excited. You know, we go out. No child, like jump into the excitement. Always excitement, the excitement, and we jump and always cu- curious. And I love that your excitement leads you to your to your purpose, and your purpose lead, leads you to your peace. I'm bringing that into my heart. Get excited. That's why I'm really excited to talk to you. <laughs> I'm really excited. Yeah, like who, I get the who knew? Who knew peace was so excitable? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Okay. I, I'm really enjoying this 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 bubble with you. This this co creation with you. We have to seal in some point in this one. So everyone listening, I love to express my deep gratitude um for listening um for all the way here. We're almost like oh my god, we're like almost one hour. Thank you so much for your um for for your attention, for sharing your moment with us. And I wish we get to serve you today and all the message that you require and inspires you or maybe some tools that you can keep in your pocket um, or uh, some messages that you can plant in your heart that eventually in your in along the way in your life is it it it, 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 it turns to a tool that you can always use whenever you're required along your journey wherever you are Whatever that you do, whoever you are, know that you're always love. And again, Rhiannon, thank you so much for your magic, for everything that you shared and your energy. Like, I love to hug your energy. It's like, what a drink in your energy. <laughs> thank you so much. I'll see you on the next episode. Mwah.